the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has bypassed Democratic lawmakers as he introduced executive orders to suspend some payroll taxes and replace an expired unemployment benefit with a $400 extra a week. The president cast his actions as necessary, given that lawmakers have been unable to reach an agreement to plunge more money into the economy, which has been damaged by the coronavirus. House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow says he knows they may go to court over the president's executive order. Our counsel's office, uh, the Treasury Department believes it has the authority to temporarily suspend tax collections. So we're banking on that. Kudlow speaking on ABC's this week. A fire inside a police union building led authorities in Portland, Oregon, to declare a riot late Saturday. Police say three officers were hurt while clearing that crowd outside the Portland Police Association building. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications holding corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. With all the uncertainty heading into the school year, one thing is for sure, a great education is necessary for the future success of our students. And you can visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com today to see all of our partner schools and learn how we'll save you half off your first year of tuition. Just past 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon here in the Twin Cities, take a look at your forecast from the Homestead Road Weather Center. Thunderstorms likely high of 84. And we got Hour 2, Brad Carlson, Northern Alliance Radio Network starting right now here on The Patriot. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hey, 1280 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651 289 4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give us a follow, a like, what have you. And we follow that page pretty closely, so if you'd like to leave a comment there as well, we'll definitely get to all of them. And as always, again, appreciate you tuning in. Always an honor to welcome back to the broadcast, longtime friend of the show, Katie Kiefer. You can check out her fine website at katiekiefer.com. That's K-I-E-F-F-E-R, katiekiefer.com. And she's also a columnist with townhall.com. Want to have Katie come on the broadcast today to talk about her latest piece entitled The Woke Chokehold. And basically the tenet of it is, uh, looks to me like we're banning uh, police chokeholds in all 50 states. And regardless of what do you think about that uh, particular line of force that the police use, that's a debate for another day. But uh, what we seem to be tolerating a lot is uh, a lot of uh, uh, violence and takeover of the streets by those uh, doing it in the name of wokeness. And yet uh, not a lot of uh, penalties are being paid for that. So we're here to get uh, Katie's perspective on that and uh, probably a few other uh, pervasive issues. Uh, Katie Kiefer, always an honor to have you on the program, young lady. How are you? 
I'm doing great, Brad. Thanks for having me on. So the woke chokehold, a very uh, interesting take on the uh, on the situation with the uh, wokeness. You made the you made the point, uh, Katie, that uh, again we can ban police chokeholds in all fifty states. But the woke chokehold, what in your, uh, I mean, we've talked a lot about wokeness and, and whatnot. From studying these people, as I'm sure you have, Katie, maybe even interacted a few of them, what do these folks want uh, specifically? They just seem to be chanting in the streets, causing chaos, and not really coming forth with any kind of, from, at least from what I've been able to gather, a coherent agenda. What specifically do these people want, Katie Kiefer? Yeah. Well, chokehold, um, works because what I believe they want is complete and total submission. They want you and I and anyone who thinks for themselves, questions, has common sense, they want us to submit to them. They may not know what their agenda is, as we've seen um, in our own city here in Minneapolis, as we've seen in Portland, where there's just utter chaos there. So they might not know what they're going to institute in place of the current um, state of affairs, but they definitely know that anyone who is happy with tradition, who's happy with American values, who's happy with um, using logic, that those people have to be um, shut up and brought to submission just like a chokehold does and so that's why um i chose to use that word and another way of defining uh woke um which some that word is thrown out there a lot people might not know okay why are we even using the word woke well technically it's the past participle of the word wake in American slang, it has come to mean an awareness of issues, particularly social justice, which no one does a good job of defining, and also race. And I think a better definition for woke um, in the way that it's being used, practically, practically speaking, is that whips, not words, equals woke. And so what I did in this article is to um, go through the rules of woke and what those whips are some of them are metaphorical but most of them are literal literal you know from arson and graffiti of houses of worship to bans on public worship even when there's extreme social distancing such as in california and um censorship of the press they want to make sure that people like you aren't out there educating Americans and giving them a counterpoint, a counter perspective. Um, and censorship is a growing um, problem in our country now. And those are the, those are the weapons basically of woke. Um, how did we get here? I would say one thing I didn't mention in this article, but the, hit, the how we got here, I would say is political correctness. Political correctness was essentially the predecessor or the gateway drug to woke because now it's, they're taking action. They're taking violent action sometimes to not just say, okay, use this word instead of that word to be PC. We're act- they're actually literally banning specific types of behavior and speech now. Yeah, and that that's interesting because it seems like a lot of the, and, and again, it's it's primarily the, the Gen Z, the young people, you know, college age, maybe even younger, there's some, I know high school students maybe even trying to be a part of the fray. It's almost as if they're doing little more than looking up a Wikipedia page. I mean, you know, go down the list, whether it be George Washington or, or, or Thomas Jefferson or Christopher Columbus or whomever else. They they look up Wikipedia pages and they see maybe the sins of their past. And we're not gonna mm-hmm. we're not gonna sit here and try to defend people that have less than perfect pasts. We, you know, we're all you know, from right. a theology standpoint, all sinners all fall short of the glory of God. But it seems like we want to completely dismiss the merits of what some of these people have done. The founding fathers, I mean, say what you want about the founding, <laughs> founding fathers. Again, they too have had flaws, but they've mm-hmm. also given us a system of government where, ironically, these people can express themselves the way they do, but they're kind of taking it too far. So, Katie Kiefer, I guess, <laughs> what is the goal here just to completely erase history and try to start anew? Because if that's the case... You know, they're kind of dismissing the old proverb that, uh, you know, if we don't learn from our history uh, and our past mistakes, we're bound to repeat them, Katie Giefer. Oh, yeah. 
um, we can't go to the extremes that they want without um, without it there being some sort of blowback, essentially. Um, and so I would say that the agenda that they are embarking upon is impossible. It's too idealistic, really. Um, people, um, uh, humans, we are made to be social. We're made to think for ourselves and to have a certain amount of freedom to have right. uh, private property. And so they are basically working against human nature. Um, conservatism um, and logic and Christianity, um, all those things work with human nature. Woke works against it. Um, it actually works against equality as well. Um, because you, uh, Black Lives Matter, the organization, um, is a good example of that. They actually want to eliminate heterosexual men and traditional nuclear families um, from our society. And so black, they're not uh, black in- families wouldn't have wouldn't be able to benefit from uh, having fathers around full time, would they, Katie Kiefer? Um, is that a controversial <laughs> statement? I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fathers are so important to regardless of color, and that's the problem is fixating on superficial things rather than focusing on what goes what's deeper than what we can see on the outside. Um, and I think we actually had gotten to a place where we were closer to that before Obama became president, where people were starting to just maybe for the first time in history, the majority of us as Americans were actually just looking at each other as humans. We weren't so fixated on superficialities, but Barack Obama really brought race to the forefront. He made that a huge issue and was constantly reminding us as Americans of, oh, by the way, there's people of different colors, which everyone already knew before, but people had started to forget about it. Um, and so I think he brought that up to the forefront again, and Black Lives Matter is really, um, is really building upon his movement, um, as well. You know, and you make the point in this piece too, and this is because the one thing we talk about, you know, with wokeness and that kind of is aligned with, with cancel culture. Whereas if you're saying something that these self-proclaimed moral arbiters are deeming objectionable that you're tempted to be canceled. They find out where you work. They inform your employees of the allegedly nefarious things that you say and believe Mm -hmm. and and try to basically get you banished from a polite society. And I've talked about it on the show for a number of weeks now. The best way to hit back is cancel culture is just go on completely on offense like you know, Trader Joe's has done. They're pushing back saying, no, the names of our products are not racist. They're not deemed racist. We had no intention of, of being racist, and therefore they're, that's just absurd. And then, But the problem is, as you point out in your piece, 62% of Americans, they're afraid to speak their minds. And that is, I think, counterproductive in going after the woke and the, and the cancel cultures. You have to be able to go back on offense and... That that's a very disturbing trend, Katie Kiefer, and, and that's how they win is if we don't fight back, quite simply. Right. Yeah, we do have to speak out and of course be careful how we use our words. We want to make sure that our words are effective when we're putting them out there. Sure. But you know, hit back. Donald Trump is effective because he hits back. He's the MVP of the Republican Party right now, the MVP of the Democratic Party is the chief damage control officer for Joe Biden. And it just shows you, what does Joe Biden do? He sits in his basement and hibernates. Um, What does Trump do? He's out there. He is expressing his message. He's encouraging people to be healthy, you know, wash your hands and whatnot, but also to live normal lives, keep going with their business, to put their children back into schools, to go to church, that's the type of thing that our president is encouraging and we should gain um, encouragement and courage from that. I would say Um, one thing that I want to remind people of in this piece is some of the landmark victories that have been won um, in in our courts recently, for example, that Covington high Catholic high school student, Nick Sandman um, 
with the help of attorney Alan Wood, he recently won $250 million in a defamation lawsuit against the Washington Post. If that type of thing is happening in America today, that shows you that we still do have free speech. Um, Lynn Wood is actually representing Dr. Simone Gold, who many of your listeners, I'm sure, are aware of. She lost her job after um, a video in which she and other doctors spoke positively about hydroxychloroquine as a treatment for COVID was censored um, on Twitter, YouTube, Google, and Facebook. And so he, you know, lawyers like that are out there winning battles on the forefront for free speech. And so we should be empowered by that. The silent majority that elected Trump is still there. We haven't gotten away um, Maybe there aren't as many Trump signs out there as Black Lives Matter signs, but that doesn't mean that his voters have disappeared. Once again, we are joined by Katie Kiefer. She, a columnist with Town Hall. Check out her fine work, townhall.com, as well as her personal website, katiekiefer.com. That's K-I-E-F-F-E-R, katiekiefer.com. Katie, we need to take a break real quick. Are you able to hold for another segment? Yes, that'd be great. Okay, we'll be back with uh, one more segment with a longtime friend of the broadcast, Katie Kiefer, and here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Back with another segment coming up with me, Brad Carlson, and our guest, Katie Kiefer. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Relief Factor. Effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that I don't have a script? I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two weeks. Yes, two weeks, and my pain was gone, and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com. And then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee it, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-775-4514. 800-775-4514. That's 800-775-4514. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. 
That is the number to call. He goes away and via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Thanks as always for tuning in. Joined by friend of the broadcast, Katie Kiefer. Again, she a Town Hall columnist. Check out her fine work, townhall.com, as well as her personal website, katiekiefer.com. That's K-I-E-F-F-E-R, katiekiefer.com. Talking about Katie's piece that she published this, this past week entitled The Woke Chokehold, talking about the uh, wokeness displayed by this uh, latest generation and how uh, free speech doesn't have a whole lot of merit with this organization. Essentially, it's shut up, they explained, uh, talking about a lot of different uh, examples of how this is running rampant and the best way uh, to combat this uh, wokeness and, uh, by extension, cancel culture is to go on offense. But as Katie noted in her piece, 62% of Americans are afraid to speak their minds, according to a new Cato poll. Uh, Katie Kiefer, I know that um, you and I both agree we weren't big fans of uh, then-President Barack Obama, but the one area where I could at least give Obama props and respect is he's actually been a critic of this uh, wokeness culture, this cancel culture, coming out and saying that the best way to combat speech you woefully disagree with or you find objectionable is is more speech. And uh, whether you, and not, whatever you think of Obama's policies, and obviously we didn't think a lot of them, he was willing to at least engage in debate and go out there and defend his policies as abhorrent as they were. Uh, so I guess when uh, I find myself agreeing with Barack Obama against a, a specific cause, I don't know what that says about the cause, Katie Kiefer, but uh, de- definitely doesn't have a lot of merit, apparently. Right. They're um, becoming more and more radical, more and more extreme, um, and yet at the same time trying to get the average person to believe that um, that everyone agrees with them that is, is that two percent of the of our culture basically is dictating how the rest of us think, and so we have to remind ourselves that they're a very small minority, even extremely radical leftist socialists, borderline Marxists like Obama, if they're calling them out, that just goes to show you what a small minority this group of people right. is. Um, so that's important to remember. Um, you know, I've noticed that I know you're a big Vikings fan and I've long suffering Vikings fan, Katie Kiefer. Let's get that. Long suffering. I haven't started capitalizing the adjective purple when used to describe Vikings fans. Um, so people might know what that's in reference to, but I mean, white and brown, they're not capitalizing that. Um, we just have to start thinking for ourselves. Why is this word capitalized that never was capitalized before when other words aren't capitalized, basically? Um, and push back and not buy into it, not ha- use the same words that they use. Um, use the yeah, words absolutely. That <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of its own you know, uh, little subculture, and yet they, they seem to be... And obviously, when when you're um, acting out with with violence, as some of these uh, as some of these factions are, as we're you know seeing up the the horrible things that are going on still to this day, to this day in Portland, and yet how certain cities are looking to you know defund police forces, and some are saying what they really mean, which is mean getting rid of rid of police altogether. It uh, doesn't pre- doesn't uh, paint a pretty picture, Katie Kiefer. No, of course, but at the same time, that's what they they want to get us down. They want to make us feel overwhelmed, to feel anxious, and to have strife um, within ourselves and then within our families and within our friendships and then um, extrapolate that to a larger on a larger scale to the point where we're afraid to um, go to the grocery store. So we have to order everything. We're afraid to go to church. We're basically afraid to send our kids to school, even though we know that children are, you know, almost there's almost no chance that they're going to be carriers of this. Um, and we all, we do know that they're um, having dramatic um, downgrades in terms of their learning. So 
people just are sort of similar to the the toilet paper madness where we're doing a lot of things right now that make us feel safe, but in the long run, they're really going to hurt us. Um, We've got older people dying um, who didn't need to die um, because they were exposed thanks to Governor Walls, but other we have other older people dying because they didn't get to have you and I come to visit them, basically. Um, so we're do, we just have to reassess the issues and not listen to these people who are yelling at us and screaming at us and telling us to basically go against science and reason. Um, sometimes it is important to turn the news off or turn social media off if you feel like it's getting you down to the point where you've given up on the world. Because I don't think that we should give up yet. We need to keep hope and um, do the most that we can, but at the same time not take it upon ourselves to change the world. Um, Remember to pray and do basic things that you can do on a day-to-day basis. Now, Katie, it wasn't uh, wasn't terribly long ago that you your, yourself was a um, were a college student, and I remember. I mean, this is something that you kind of maybe faced to a significantly lesser degree, but maybe kind of got a sneak preview of what may was maybe was coming down the uh, years down the path. In that, uh, you were uh, part of a, a conservative group that were looking to bring in a, a rather provocative speaker to to campus, and uh, didn't you face mm-hmm. a, a little resistance with that? And if so, uh, how did you confront that, Katie Kiefer? Oh, yeah. Um, Well, my senior year, we um, brought Ann Coulter to speak at the University of St. Thomas, um, and Reverend Deese, who was the president at the time, he he was actually out of town when she came to speak, but he he came back after she had already left, and he called her speech vitriolic, vitriolic, and he asked me to publicly apologize to my school. Um, but then he wouldn't meet with me when I asked to meet with him um, unless he was able to have his lawyers there, you know, just to meet with a little student. He had to have a whole group of lawyers there to talk to me. And um, she had a standing room only crowd. It was a, a successful event, but the school did everything that they could to a prevent it from happening. But because I followed the rules, we were able to get her to come but then afterwards, he tried to, well, he basically lied, even though he wasn't there, and said that she said all these hateful things that she didn't even say and asked me to po- apologize. Now, that is a, was a lot of pressure. He and his administration basically made me feel that I was not even going to graduate if I didn't wow. apologize. And so that, you know, there's a lot on the line, and I know a lot of students feel a lot of pressure. I was... um Grades-wise, I was in the top 1% of my class. I definitely didn't want to jeopardize that. But at the same time, you know, I I have um, an uncle who's an attorney, and there was another attorney that I got some advice from, and they were like, you don't have anything to worry about. You know, you, you don't need to apologize for this because you didn't do anything wrong, and you just have to stand your ground and so that's what I would encourage other college students to do is to make sure you don't obviously or intentionally break your school's rules when you're trying to do something right. But if they're telling you to do something ridiculous, like apologize for, <clears throat> in my case, I was doing what St. Thomas's mission actually upheld. They said they were a place where people could come and discuss di- divergent views and come to the truth through that way in a respectful manner. So just point that out to your school. You'd be like, this is our mission statement. I'm actually following along here. And they can't push you around. They'll try to because they'll think, oh, you're just a a dumb young kid. But you're not. Um, You're an adult. And you're doing the right thing. So that's what, what I would encourage other young people, whether they're in high school or college, to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I remember first hearing about that story, and it's amazing to think, you know, you think that's kind of an outlier. And unfortunately, when a lot of these high-profile, particularly high-profile conservative speakers come to some of these campuses, uh, the pushback that takes place, and let's let's call it what they were, like the temper tantrums that took place at Berkeley when 
Ann Coulter was going to speak there, or Ben Shapiro was slated to speak there. It just uh, it was just a extension of that, and it's a, and uh, it definitely have to stem the tide of it. And as we've if we've learned anything, you definitely have to go on offense uh, against these people. Well, Katie Kiefer, mm-hmm. always a pleasure to be joined by a young lady again. Check out her website, katiekiefer.com, as well as follow along with her writings at townhall.com. Katie, it was a pleasure. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, give my best to your entire family, and look forward to seeing you soon. Oh, yes. Thank you, Brad. Always great to be on your show. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Another segment in the books, another segment coming back in mere moments. The guest of Palooza continues with Doug Willits, candidate for Senate District 51 in Egan and Burnsville. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Premier Pool and Spa still has those Arctic spas in stock. Yeah, you mean I can go in and get a spa right now with no waiting? That's right. Some of the models do have waiting, though, but they do have a lot of in-stock spas, too. They also have grills, pergolas, outdoor kitchens, fireplaces, you know, everything you need to make your backyard the perfect place to hang out in. Yeah, with as much time as we're spending at home, it's worth making it a great place to be, eh? You can do it yourself. I don't know about you, though. Or hire it out. That's maybe the better option, if you can find somebody to help you. Well, I know a couple of friends and maybe some ice-cold beverages that could come and help me. Well, maybe you'll come over and help, too. Yeah, we'll think about it. Well, go over to Premier Pool and Spa and see those Arctic spas today. They're the spas engineered for the world's harshest climates. You deserve it. Yeah, visit Premier Pool and Jan Essen today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. PremierPools.com. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. One of the things American Pressure offers is a complete pressure washer trailer. That means there's a water tank, hose reels, and everything else you need to do mobile cleaning where you've got the dirt. We've got them available for rent, lease, and purchase. And we'll customize a solution for you if we don't have it on our show floor. Stop in today to find out more. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back. I'm 12 Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. As usual, we're here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488. Feel free to weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. For any comments or questions, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Honored to be joined by our next guest, uh, Doug Willits. He is uh, the Republican candidate for Minnesota State Senate in Senate District 51, which, well, happens to be right where the Patriot Bunker is located. Actually, Senate District 51 is comprised of the vast majority of Egan, as well as the northern part of Burnsville. 
Right now, the Republicans uh, hold a very scant majority in the Minnesota Senate, and uh, not only are they uh, fighting to hang on to the seats they already have, boy, it would sure help a heck of a lot if we could flip some of these DFL seats to Republican, and the next guest on here hopes to do that very thing. Uh, the aforementioned Doug Willits joins us on the broadcast. Uh, Doug, appreciate you joining the show today. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Now, Doug, uh, we'll talk, get a little bit into your uh, campaign a little bit. Uh, why don't you share a little bit of your background, very intriguing background, a longtime uh, Army vet uh, in the uh, United States Army, retired in uh, 2012. We uh, thank you for your service. Uh, so uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, that experience? I, I um, Like you said, I was in the Army for 29 years. I had eight years reserve time and 21 years of active duty time. And uh, through that, I got to travel all over the world. I was stationed in uh, South Korea. I uh, got to go to uh, Cambodia for a few months, been to Egypt, got, even got to go to Afghanistan, all, all expense paid vacation there. And uh, and I just in Central America, I spent a lot of time in Central America. Uh, I was an engineer. Uh, so we down in Central America, we built some roads, schools, clinics, dug, dug a lot of water wells. Um, I really enjoyed my time in the Army. I uh, got commissioned in 1984 and stayed in until uh, July of uh, 2012. Okay, and uh, it was uh, very shortly after that you started to uh, garner an interest in politics, uh, get involved in the uh, political scene a little bit. Uh, I guess yeah. what kind of, uh, was there any one thing or one thing in particular, Doug Willits, that motivated you to kind of uh, maybe become an activist in the uh, political genre? Well, it actually, it happened before I got out of the Army. I oh, okay. was actually stationed at Fort Lewis, Washington, and I was driving to work one day down to the fort. I lived about 30 miles from Fort Lewis and driving in. And one of the radio commentators was talking about all the, whatever the subject of the day was and uh, talking about, well, what are you going to do? Retired people he was talking to. What are you going to do in retire? Well, retirement was just starting to poke its head on my horizon for my life at that time. And I said, I don't know. I'm going to go fishing and golfing every day. And he said, don't go fishing and golfing every day. Do something else also. And I said, crud. <laughs> and so uh, that got me interested. And uh, I got in 2012, I came home from Afghanistan, got married, retired, and moved back to Minnesota. And then uh, in 2013, uh, through talking with a, uh, an acquaintance of mine, I got hooked up with uh, Senator Dan Hall. And he kind of uh, primed the pump. And I started getting involved um, much more seriously. It, it, took, it took a year to really start figuring out what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. And I got involved with a, with a local BPOU uh, out of Apple Valley. And then when my wife and I, we bought a house here in Egan, I got involved with the BPOU here in Senate District 51. And one, one thing led to another, and here we are. So I guess, uh, as you've been seeing, Doug, is, uh, over the past maybe a couple election cycles, it's been amazing to see the dynamic shift. You know, kind of you had, uh, you, obviously, the urban areas, particularly the big cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, primarily DFL, as well as some, you know, outstate areas, whereas, you know, Republicans had your, uh, some of your suburban areas. And that's really taken a dramatic shift to where now Republicans are starting to make good progress in more of the outstate area. But a lot of the first ring suburbs, particularly Egan, uh, Apple Valley, Burnsville, what have you, a lot more Democrats are cropping up. So, uh, living in that area for a few years, Doug, and kind of seeing how that transition has come about, uh, to what do you most attribute that to, and particularly when talking to voters in the district? Well, I, I, I don't, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I attribute it to not paying attention to what's happening and doing like almost like what I would, what I would do in the Army would be a root cause analysis. Why is something happening? Not, not the results of something happening, but why are these results? Why do we have this happening? And uh, to pick on Minneapolis, I mean, the last time there was a Republican mayor in Minneapolis was 1973, and he was mayor for one day. One day. And <laughs> prior to that, it was like 1963, the year I was born. Right. And uh, so the root cause analysis tells me there's something wrong other than what they're trying to fix it with. Because uh, we've been doing that, we've been trying to do the same fix. Uh, with, uh, you know, how's that working for you? Not sure. very well, obviously. Uh, here in Egan, I just, I just don't think people um, have read the Constitution. Uh, I, when I uh, in a, did an interview yesterday with your your partner in crime, yesterday, 
on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and he and he asked me kind of the same question, and it was like, you know, as an Army officer, I did not take an oath to any any individual. I took an oath to protect the Constitution of the United sure. States. And when I take, I will take an oath as a senator to protect the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of Minnesota. And I just don't think people understand what these const- what these documents actually talk about. And if they would read them, study them, understand them, and ask questions, I, I think we would have a much better situation. Obviously, given this, uh, uh, we're in the midst of a global pandemic with this COVID nineteen. So, conventional campaign activities i.e. meeting with people in person and maybe door knocking obviously has had to been scaled back a tremendous amount Uh, so doug i guess how are you and maybe some of your fellow republican candidates how are you able to navigate uh through these i mean this is just a very unique time but nevertheless you have to get out there and still talk to voters and get your uh platform your positions out there how are you able to navigate through these difficult times where you're just not able to be in contact with people as much as you'd like well, the door knocking is happening. We are out there door knocking. Okay, great. Um, and you know, you always, you always, when you're like, to, like you door knock, you knock on the door, you take a step back because you don't want to get hit in the head by the screen door. Well, <laughs> you kind of take an extra step back now. It's really sure. all it really amounts to. Okay. And uh, and so the door knocking is happening, and I haven't had anybody look at me cross-eyed. I had a few people say that, hey, you know, just put it on the on the stoop there, and I'll get it later. But they still let me say my piece. You know, hey, I'm Doug Willis, running for Senate District 51, that kind of stuff. I have, I have had zero issues with that. Right. Um, as far as, you know, it, we, I do miss being able to meet with groups of people, you know, have a, have a meeting with people and, and, and take questions from them and stuff like that. That is, that is very difficult to do right now. Been doing some Zoom town halls. Uh, when we first started doing it, you know, we had 20, 25, I think one of them, I even had 30 people on the Zoom town hall. Now I, I feel like you're lucky if you get 10. Um, mm. People are just burned out from Zoom town halls, I think. Uh, so <laughs> I haven't had any for probably close to a month. So I'm going to start doing that again. Uh, and, and the primary is coming up. And when that when the primary is over and a little bit after that, people will start looking to the general election. And so I think things will start picking up along those lines. Uh, you know, in the next week, maybe two weeks. Fantastic. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, it's amazing. The primary is coming up Tuesday, and then after that, it's less than uh, three months of the general election. So, yeah, it, it, this uh, time of year definitely goes by quick. Uh, Doug Willits, you personally, uh, what are some of the uh, more salient issues of your campaign that you're advocating for? Obviously, uh, the DFL, uh, you know, just speaking from our perspective here at the Northern Alliance, we're big Second Amendment advocates, and they have been trying, particularly the House side, because they have the DFL as the majority there, trying to push through some very stringent gun control bills, and the Senate has been the one stopgap, and obviously that emphasizes the importance of Republicans hanging on to the Senate. So imagine that has to be on on the horizon. But what are some of the more salient issues of your campaign that you're focusing on and uh, bringing out to the voters, Doug Willits? Well, there's taxes always. You know, Minnesota, I think it's like the fourth or fifth highest taxed, cumulative highest tax state in the, in, in the United States. We need to do something about that. Uh, we can't be taxing. We're not going to tax our way out of anything or spend our way out of anything. We have to have sensible tax laws. Um, I've never run into anybody that says, I don't want to, Well, everybody says, I don't want to pay taxes, but everybody's a reasonable tax rate is a good thing because you got to pay for fire pay for police you know pay for roads to get fixed and whatnot but uh we need a much more sensible tax base much more sensible tax laws to to make that happen education is always a big thing in the state of minnesota uh and especially in egan uh we've got a really good high school and so we need to but we need to make sure that families are able to educate their children in the manner to which they want to do that or they need to do that not every child is good in a classroom situation. So the parents need to have the flexibility to, to educate that child in the way that's, that allows that child to learn. Uh, however, whatever that is, whether it's a private school, whether it's a charter school or home school, what's the best way for your, your child to learn? Uh, and that's what we need to be able to make sure that parents have that choice. In higher education, we need to uh, get the higher education, get the universities a lot more under control. Uh, they, uh, they're, they're pricing themselves out of existence here pretty soon. Uh, even with all the, all the government uh, loans, which are, are, are is a horrendous idea to do, and, but with all the 
grants and stuff, they're still their 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 prices are just too high for the for the value you you get from the higher education. And then you know jobs, economy, energy, environment, and healthcare is always a big thing. Um, we need to make sure that healthcare is affordable to people. And I'm always telling people that I think we measure the wrong metric with healthcare. We're measuring whether or not you have insurance. I'm right. not sure that's really the right metric to measure. We mm-hmm. need to measure, are you getting the health care that you need yep. in the manner to which you can afford to pay for it? And so that's what, so we just need to look at that kind of stuff. Once again, we're joined by Doug Willits. He's the Republican candidate for Minnesota Senate District 51, looking to uh, upend current uh, Senator uh, Jim Carlson, no relation, in Senate District 51. Again, that uh, comprises the vast majority of the city of Egan, as well as the northern part of Burnsville. Uh, Doug, we only have about a minute to go. If you could maybe uh, convey to the folks uh, where they can go to uh, support you. I know, obviously, a race like this takes a lot of boots on the ground as well as uh, uh, financial sustenance. So if you can maybe share, folks, your website, any social media sites where they can go to uh, find out more about your campaign. Yeah, we've got uh, all those. Uh, Willits for mn.com, W-I-L-L-E-T-T-S-F-O-R-M-N.com. Uh, Willits for Minnesota Senate on Facebook and Twitter. I got all that on there. Of course, we've got the donate page on the Facebook on, on the uh, website. Uh, always, uh, always looking to so that we can get more digital ads out there. I think this is just Doug talking. Uh, I think digital advertising this year is going to be a critical aspect sure. of this thing, and unfortunately, it does cost money to do that. Once again, it's uh, WillitsForMN.com. And by the way, I've linked to it at my blog, BradCarlson.org, on today's post promoting the show. So you can also go there, click that link, link as well, and it'll take you right to Doug's website. And again, uh, we need to hold on to every single solitary seat in the uh, Minnesota Senate that Republicans have because they have a very scant majority. But again, it would go a long way to helping keep that majority if we can flip some of those DFL seats, including the one in Senate District 51. Uh, Doug, appreciate the time today. Thank you so much. Best of luck to you uh, going forward, and I hope to catch up with you again in the near future. Great. That'd be super. Appreciate your time. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment to go on this edition of The Closer with me, Brad Carlson, coming up in mere moments. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Excellent. Breathtaking. A movie that is changing hearts and minds. I really feel inspired. We're going to put up statues because of what this film may do. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. They want to cover up history. I didn't study that kind of stuff when I was in history. They are actively learning their history wrong. Why have you hidden this from me? Starring Larry Elder. And Uncle Tom is somebody who has sold out by embracing the white man. Candace Owens. I'm a black female. I should be at the top of the progressive stack. Brandon Tatum. They believe that I want to be accepted in the white community. Kind of like the house Negro back in slavery. And Herman Cain. As my late grandfathers used to say, I does not care. These are the voices of the movie Uncle Tom. Get your copy today at UncleTom.com. Use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. It's back to school time. So whether your kids will be back at school wearing masks or you're keeping them at home, one thing will stay the same. So let us help. Enter the back-to-school sweepstakes. You could win $2,500 to help pay for school supplies and kids' clothing. Then your school gets an additional $2,500. Register for the back-to-school sweepstakes at am1280thepatriot.com. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional, and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. 
JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Looking about, I think I need that. Seeing that my eyes can't go back. Tunnel vision now, I hope it's missing. Oh, am I on? That was a quick break. Kind of seemed like it. <laughs> I mean, it was the hey, normal. Th- yeah, it was the normal three minutes. I guess I, I guess I uh, goof around too much when I'm not on and I lose track of time. That happens. The show's almost over, Brad. Come on, we got one more segment to go. We can do this. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess we'll slog through. Um, I don't know. Am twenty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. You got anything to say, Jason? I only got five minutes left. Um, no. I don't want to sound like I'm tapping out here, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, I appreciate you deferring to me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, no, I don't have a whole lot either. Much in the you twins- see Steve Kerr kind of uh, issued a mea culpa for his uh, handling of the China saga last fall. Oh, what did he say? Well, if you remember, uh, you know, Steve Kerr, very outspoken progressive. Uh, he was asked, you know, in the aftermath of Rockets GM Daryl Morey tweeting support for Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, rankled the Chinese government to the point where they pulled NBA broadcasts off of state TV and, you know, scrubbed the Rockets logo from anywhere in the country. And, of course, uh, LeBron James then called Daryl Morey uneducated for tweeting his opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, translation, hey, that, he's costing me money. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. It's money. It costs it the league a lot of, a lot of money. And Steve Kerr was asked about it, and he's like, well, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess i got to get more educated on it. It's like, what? You're one of the most outspoken people in this whole league, along with Greg Popovich. You're telling me you need to get more information on a subject like this? Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know much about it. Well, Steve Kerr uh, came out this past week and said, yeah, I handled it really poorly. I was frankly sort of tongue-tied. I'm sitting there trying to figure out what I'm supposed to say to make sure I don't put the league in jeopardy, but also trying to find the right balance. And I realize it was probably the one time over the years when I haven't just spoken my heart, and I sort of got caught in this political hailstorm. Mm. It was very uncomfortable because it wasn't a topic I was very comfortable with, and the circumstances were really strange. I've learned a lot. I've learned of the last four years since I've been outspoken, the questions aren't always easy. If you follow your gut and your heart, you generally... Just speak your truth, and you're going to feel good about it afterwards. That's the one episode where I walked away shaking my head, saying, what the hell was that? So, hey, you know what? I don't agree with much Steve Kerr regarding political issues, but kudos to him. Yep. You know, he he took responsibility for it. Yeah, sucks. I should have just said, hey, Daryl has a right to his free speech as an American, as do I. And that's the way it should have been handled. And given the atrocities that are taking place in China... Uh, with the Uyghur Muslims being thrown into concentration camps, and I brought it up, I think, the past week or two, of these Uyghur Muslims being on their knees blindfolded while trains were coming to to transport them. Does that conjure up any kind of eerie images? Yeah, I think it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Kerr said, yeah, I should have been a little more outspoken about it. Now, that combined with, and I know we talked about this uh, last week, Greg Popovich, even though... He is as anti-Trump as they come and has been outspoken on issues regarding race, 100% supports uh, those taking a knee during the national anthem, but he stood for it. Why? To support players who don't want to kneel for the national anthem, even though Greg Popovich himself has plenty of beefs with what's going on in this country. So I'm thinking, is the NBA finally starting to figure this out here? Hmm. if they would take a stronger stand against China, I might give them a little more credit. But uh, there you go. I was sure. I was actually impressed with both both far left progressive coaches. Well, there you show. go. Hey, by the way, we talked about Jonathan Isaac last week too. Um, yes. Of the Orlando Magic. Did you see what happened to him? Literally uh, later on, uh, later that Sunday last week. Yes. I know. Heard about it. Torres ACL done for help. the. Se- yeah, I know. That's what people I was couldn't bring help up. but jump around like uh, cackling idiots with the you know karma. I told you so. I told you so. I, I know. Like, yeah. That's disgusting. I saw plenty of that. 
but uh yeah it 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 has it it happens but um yeah it uh uh you know prayers up for the young man hopefully you know heals up quickly but yeah that's a nasty injury to come back I mean it's just it, the timing of it is just so unfortunate for him because you're right people jumped on his back not only because um he didn't kneel like the rest of his teammates but and then he got hurt, and people were like, all right, well, there you go, just desserts. And it's just like, come on, man. I mean, I already hate when people wish injuries upon other people, but when it's when you add the political side to it, it's just it's it's disgusting. But that's the cesspool well, that is social media. Well, and it's where we are, I think, a lot of a lot of areas in this country. It just there doesn't seem to be anything that you un, that unite us. I mean, you know, Katie and I were talking about this. It's like you you can't even agree to uh, uphold, hold one of the basic tenets that makes yeah. this country great yeah. is free speech. Right. These woke, this woke culture is more of shut up. He explained, as opposed to the only way to defeat objectionable speech is more speech. Right. Kind of like, you know, we alluded to the doctor who was touting hydroxychloroquine and was basically censored by all these social media platforms. It's like, well, you know, if you're intellectually honest, what you do is seek out information from other sources to see, okay, who, who else with any kind of credibility is giving a dissenting opinion and then work through it that way? More speech instead right. of, you know, and I get it, big tech's not the government, but uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. I haven't been following the NBA much as, as much as I have about the news uh, about off-the-court stuff. And former uh, coach Stan Van Gundy, I guess he's a commentator now. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, basically, St- Stan or Jeff? Stay, Stan. I thought Stan was the... Oh, wait. No, he was the coach of the Pistons. Okay, I don't know what he's doing now. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't know what he's doing now, but he's saying... He put out a tweet saying, We committed genocide against Native Americans. We've enslaved, lynched, segregated, and incarcerated blacks over 400 years. Women couldn't vote for 140 years. And we're using abuses elsewhere to try to destroy from our own poor record on human rights is dishonest. So the fact that we're pointing out genuine atrocities in a country where his league, the NBA makes millions of dollars. We're not supposed to talk about that because of the sins of our country, undeniable sins as though they were, we're supposed to ignore it. That doesn't even make any sense. So for the good that Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr did, Stan Van Gundy, who I don't think is a coach anymore. um, Yeah. Didn't exactly cover himself in glory with that stuff, but we owe ourselves to talk about atrocities everywhere. And yeah, we need to continue to have an honest discussion about the United States. Not denying that, but we're going to move forward with it. Uh, folks, little uh, change next week. I'm in Saturday for Mitch. Mitch is in next Sunday for me. So hope you'll tune into both shows. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled, as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com and promo code MINNEAPOLIS to save 20% on Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. SalemNow.com Promo code Minneapolis. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. 
If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800 439 800-439-7409, 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help with 50% off your students' first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The 